Welcome everyone, I'm your host, Greg McEwen, and I am here with you on this journey to learn, to be able to make our highest contribution together, but without burning out. Have you ever struggled with a major transition in your life? Could be moving house, a new job, a death in the family. It could be serious ill health, the loss of a job unexpectedly, moving to a new state or country, a relationship shift that you weren't expecting, or many, many other smaller but still disruptive transitions. Well, today in part one of a two-part interview, I've invited the wisest person I know, Anna McEwen, to come to the podcast to discuss the journey she has been on over the last 25 years as she has transitioned in her approach to transitions from on the one hand struggling with transitions to becoming quite masterful in how to handle them. By the end of this episode, you will better understand what makes transitions challenging and what you can do about it immediately to cope better with them. Let's get to it. To get more out of today's episode, listen with the intent to take one action, tiny as it can be, immediately within the first five to 10 minutes of having listened to today's episode. This episode is sponsored by Shopify, selling a little or a lot. <coughs> Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. So whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person point-of-sale system, whenever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. So sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, which is your AI-powered all-star. In my experience with every business that I have built, including this podcast, there are breakthrough moments, and those moments are often the result of finding the right partner. And I think that's a way to think about Shopify, because no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash greg, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash greg now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash greg. Anna, welcome back to the podcast. Hello. How are you, Greg? I am, I'm disoriented. That's how I'm doing. We have been talking about doing this episode for weeks now about 
one word, one subject, transitions. We just keep coming back to that theme. Share your own view about why that subject is the one we keep coming back to. Well, you just said you were disoriented and it immediately made me think of the fact that you just flew in this morning. Yes. And not just flew in this morning, but have been going back to back, flying, not just me, you, the whole family, flying from various places, going through an enormous number of transitions. So yes. I suppose that's self-explanatory. <laughs> but there's something, you said when we were first married, that transitions were something that were a challenge for you. And I just wonder if you can, either from that perspective or from your perspective now, why are transitions so difficult for people in general? Well, that question implies that I'm an expert on the subject, and I am definitely not an expert on this subject in any kind of student. Like, I haven't studied this. I just know from personal experience, I sometimes struggle with transitions, and I started to notice a pattern that... I would have some sort of transition, be it moving away from home or leaving college and moving to a new country, serving a mission, which was a very particular kind of experience with very strict rules and lifestyle. And eventually, somewhere in the transition, I would have some sort of struggle. And I don't know if everyone feels that way. It's As a matter of fact, I think a lot of people don't. A lot of people seem to transition really well. And for some reason, I have a little bit more of a difficult time. I'm not sure why. I just know kind of what happens. I don't think you're alone in this. I do think that for a person who is aware that they struggle with transitions, you might have married the wrong person. <laughs> because. I mean, I think that in some ways being married to me is just, is like to live in transition. Your thoughts? Is that a question? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that what it's like to live with me? Is, it, is life together a life in transitions? Well, it depends, you know, how broadly you want to encompass what a transition is, you know? But do you love new adventures? Yes. Do you want to experience new things? Yes. Do you want to travel to every country in the world? Yes. Do you like to explore new ideas, continually looking for new ideas? Yes. You find all of that very exciting. And I, yeah, I enjoy that about you. I am attracted to that in you. And so it's not a problem, you know, Are you still me. attracted to that in me? <laughs> Yes, but from our recent adventures and putting my foot down that I do not want to move for at least four years. I mean, you're putting that out there now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We'll see. We'll see how well I stick to that, right? And, and how and well you stick to it. <laughs> four, four years is such a long time when I think about the last four years. But it's not a long time. I mean, a lot can happen in four years, but to live in one place for four years, I mean, they say it takes two to three years to really settle into a community. That, that's so true. I mean, you can do things to accelerate, you know, your adjustment and orientation to a new environment, but nevertheless, just building all of the relationships and building all of the routines and sequences of life, you, you know, you can get through the first wave of them quickly, but... I, you know, that seems consistent with 
with my own experience. It's funny when I say the phrase, you know, is being married to me living life in the transitions? And I was saying that phrase authentically, spontaneously, but it's also the title of Bruce Feeler's book, Life is in the Transitions, who I just interviewed, as you know, on the podcast. People can go back and listen to episodes 193 and 195. He wrote a book about that, and he's just written another book about it, how it applies to career transitions. But the reason I mention it is that one of the primary things he suggests is that all of us go through major transitions every two to three years of our lives. Yeah, um, I believe that. That yeah. makes perfect sense to me. Tell me more. Well, I mean, I'm speaking from my limited perspective. So no, that, we want your perspective. Your that's perspective is inform, important. Well, thank you. That's going to inform, though, my point of view. But raising children, I remember feeling like little children between the time they're born and three years old. It, it's just one transition after another. And I remember thinking, oh, there's just no end. There's no end to this. There's getting them on a day and a night schedule and then teething and then food transitions. You know, you're feeding them something and or you start to feed them solids and that affects them and that affects all sorts of things. And naps constantly change. They go from sleeping all the time to sleeping three times a day, two times a day, one time a day, every few days. Those are all transitions that required a lot of attentiveness as a parent to to be in tune with and to recognize what was going on with them and what their needs were and such. But I just remember that epiphany maybe of going, oh, this this is what being a baby is right now, is what having a baby is tuning into one transition after another. Well, and you're describing something that's even more extreme than a major transition every two to three years. You're describing absolutely perpetual transition. <laughs> yeah. And then you multiply that by however many children you might have. Yeah, well, exactly. And so each child is going through perpetual transitions. And then if you're having multiple times, I mean, I think parenting is something like the ultimate startup uh, in <laughs> business. You know, when you talk to entrepreneurs, and of course, I am an entrepreneur, everything is in flux. You're constantly dealing with the next challenge, the next opportunity, the next shift in the market. You're building constantly. So, but I think all of that, as challenging as that is, I think it pales in comparison with the speed of change. When you're raising children, when you are helping them to grow and just seeing them grow so rapidly. Well, your description just brings to mind the curiosity that comes with all of it. I think entrepreneurs are must be innately curious. That's part of I think that's right. who they are. And that was a really important part for me of being a mom to my children was curiosity about these transitions, about these changes, about what's happening and the effects that it's having on them and how I can smooth that for all of us so we can have, you know, as pleasant and healthy an experience as possible. But I think that's part of your genius, though, is the ability <laughs> that's to... That's kind. Well, it's the ability to help... Well, that's how you said it, smooth the transitions, add this sort of balm on the process so that it isn't so jolted for everybody, that it isn't so 
you're not banging into each other as hard as you otherwise would. Well, um, I, some, yeah, something that's come to mind as you're restating that is that smoothing the transitions, that's a really interesting phrase. It helps me recognize, I think, the challenge that I had with transitions, particularly in my adolescence and, mm-hmm. you know, young yep. 20s or whatever. And that was that I didn't anticipate any challenges with transition. So when challenges oh, would come, be it physical fatigue, mental fatigue, emotional fatigue, and the effect that would have on my emotional, physical, mental state, that was shocking to me. It was surprising. I d- hadn't expected it. And that was the unpleasantness for me because I didn't know or anticipate those things. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't understand that this was a normal thing that would happen to someone in my situation. Mm. So my curious brain was going, okay, why is this happening? What's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? What is wrong with me? Rather than this is just a part of transition and you're going to feel crazy and upside down and these things are very normal. So just allow it and wait it out or, you know, smooth the process, that kind of an approach yeah, I didn't have those tools. I didn't have that that knowledge. We ought to feel disoriented in disorienting experiences. Yes. What I have experienced is more compassion for myself and others the more I've experienced transitions. There's so, so many places to go here, but this idea that a normal response to an abnormal situation is abnormal <laughs> is one of the most helpful ideas for me. When I talk to people, when I listen to people, and it doesn't really matter who it is. It could be someone I've just met. It could be someone I know well. It could be you know, my best friends in the world. When you listen to them, they're struggling with something. They're suffering with something. They're going through challenging traumas. No, that's not the right word. They might be going through traumas, but they're certainly going through transitions. And what you've just articulated, I think, is one of the most interesting things where people seem to have the challenge itself, then this double whammy where they're going, as you described, what's wrong with me? I should be able to deal with this. I shouldn't be struggling with this. And I I always find myself saying, of course you should be struggling. This is your life. This is what's going on. It is as everyone keeps correcting me in England, disorientating rather than uh, disorienting. <laughs> but I, now I'm now I'm just all now I'm disoriented about being disorientated. <laughs> so I don't know how to write this language problem. But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, as an outsider, it's much easier to see what's going on and to have that perspective. Which is why I think friends who are outside of your situation are such an asset. Right, having those people to talk to who can see sometimes clearer than we can, all the things that are affecting us. Yes, there's something about transition and change that so captures our attention. By definition, you just have to give attention to it. It's a little bit like when, if suddenly right now, if there was a sound of a crash or there's a loud sound of any kind, we would involuntarily, we would turn and look. Right. You can't not do that. And that's what transition and change seems to be. It just, you, it just, captures your attention. You have to look at it. When you yourself are dealing with a transition, 
your attention gets pulled to the transition, but sometimes to such an extent that you don't see, you know, you're just dealing with it rather than being aware that you're dealing with it, which isn't the same thing. You just get into a pattern. I mean, I think about the last nine months of our life and we just have had so much transition. It's been an adventure as well. So it's both of these things. Yes, yes. But and anyone who's experienced lockdown went through a massive transition too. So I think everyone can remember some of their coping strategies for that, whether they were healthy or unhealthy. or but The, the types of transition that people listening yeah. to this are going through are immense. Let's list some of them. Let's talk about that. Things that people could be dealing with right now. Serious health challenges affecting themselves, close family member. That, that's, that can be discombobulating. More. Yeah. Your turn. Anything to do with a family, marriage, baby, pregnancy, death. Somebody going through a career shift where they're trying to get a different job than they have or they don't have a job now and that came unexpectedly in their career and that's completely thrown all of their assumptions up into the air. Yeah, I'm sticking with relationships. So the ending of a relationship, the beginning of a relationship, friendship, romantic, any of those tend to be massive transitions on either end. Uh, the decision to move to a new home, to go <laughs> to a different state or a different country, or even just a different house within the same community. Yeah, yeah. Where, what grocery store is nearby? Where is the peanut butter in that grocery store? Or, you know, whatever the items are that you shop for. And a thousand decisions, literally a thousand decisions that you used to know how it was done and where it was. And, that you and, could and kind of do on don't. autopilot. It's not on autopilot anymore. Yeah, and the list could go on and on. And then you've got situations in which you have multiple major transitions happening at the same time. You know, because it doesn't work that you just nicely get one major transition and then everything else is normal. There's a psychotherapist that I was listening to that made this argument that every major mental health crisis a person experiences has the same root cause. And what he was arguing is that the root cause is overwhelming complexity. So they, they used a metaphor. They said it, it's like if you blow up a balloon, you know, larger and larger, at some point it pops because the weakest point in the balloon gets too much pressure. And so the whole thing bursts, it shatters. And that that's what it's like when you have major transitions, especially multiple major transitions at the same time. It's that the weakest point in your mental health gives way. And so that somebody then goes to a therapist and they say, oh, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling, you know, whatever the manifesting symptom is. But the underneath it all, it's that major complexities will push somebody past their healthy mental state. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It makes me think of the metaphor where when you're going through something, a transition or a challenge, and you feel really weak, but metaphorically speaking, you're carrying more than you ever carried before. And so even though hopefully you're growing stronger, you feel weaker than ever. I want to build on that. First of all, I think of the times that you've expressed that sentiment to me, oh, I feel, I just feel weak in this situation. It is so obvious to me in those moments 
that you are not being weak. That is such a misreading of the situation. It, right. But it's easy. I, and thank you for that. And thank you for saying that when I've been in those situations, because it is helpful. And I need to hear that. I think how we get to how I get to that point is because I can't do what I did before. So something right. has to change. And it feels like maybe a failure or it feels like I'm not succeeding in the same way. And therefore, I'm doing less or doing worse or that kind of thing. Okay, so we have, or at least I have, what I now call the green smoothie test for this. <laughs> so, you know, we have a basic goal to drink a green smoothie every morning. Okay, so that's like just a healthy thing, a healthy habit. Yeah, it works for us. Yeah. We like it. it. We do it. We don't really like it. I remember <laughs> I remember when the Bridge Ducks came over and they, they called it the Grim. <laughs> you know, they drank it. They're like, ah, this is uh, this is pretty grim. So now we call it the Grim. So it's not that we like it. We just like torturing ourselves to drink this thing. This is not a fruit smoothie we're talking about here. This is this puts the green in green smoothie. This is what serious we're greens. About. But we do add fruit. We do add fruit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's about equal parts fruit. And yeah, greens. it depends on it depends on the day, <laughs> which sort of gets me back to the point, which is that when we first went to England, it took us months to get back to that habit. Yeah. Because the because the blender like the blender the in blender the US you can't just bring it with you because that doesn't work and then the voltage is changed and then finally after months of being there you were able to get a voltage transitioner and that worked pretty well and then blew up after a few weeks <laughs> and it's like I remember when we finally and well, every back time into we tried to use it it would quit do you remember oh, yes. that we'd have to reset it numerous times numerous just times to blend just to get it thing. done one time yeah and then eventually. All the pieces are in place, and you're actually pretty much getting back to doing that daily. But but it took months. It took months. Yeah. And so if you don't have a disruptive transition, that thing happens. It's just, you know, build the routine. All the pieces of that mm -hmm. <laughs> ecosystem, that supply chain, and it is like that, right? Because you, it's not just do this new thing. Every new habit's like this. It's not just do this thing that sounds simple. It's you have to have all of the pieces in place where you buy those particular foods on what days, how you have it either coming to you or you're going to get it. Then you have to have the machinery working and then you have to have someone who's doing it and assigned to doing it. And all of these threads, once they're established, it all seems simple. But transitions major transitions disrupt all of those routines. Yes. Make us crazy. Yeah, I agree with that analysis. That feels very accurate. Knowing that is is half of the battle, I think, with transitions. is It's normalizing that this is going to be different and it's going to take a while until we feel like we have a routine or like we have a new normal. I know that is a very tired phrase now. Thank you, really thank you for listening. What is one idea that stands out to you? And what is one thing that you can do about it in the next few minutes to put it into practice? And who is somebody that you can share this episode with so that you can continue the conversation? 
The first five people who write a review of this episode on Apple Podcasts will get free access to the Essentialism Academy for one year. Just go to essentialism.com forward slash podcast promo for details. And I'll see you next time. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.